YGK. <laughs> Nerdcore, no geeks or rapper, whatever rap that, back that. 90s is on, my brain snap back. And I'm a product of the 90s. Yeah, Toys R Us, that place where you can find me. The Yo Megas, the rollerblades, the mountain bikes. Shine bright, rocking them Nikes, they got them flashing lights. Make them weak, playing pogs with keys. See your tears for weeks. Cause I'm on my winning streak. Big wheels, hot wheels, you know they pouring us. Happy meals, biggie size. That's notorious. The high top thing just made a comeback. About the same time, I wish that my hair would come back. Old times love to have it so nostalgic with the gal kids. No malice doing robot tricks like the Hal kids. The breaking, the flips, the cardboard head spins. Graffiti and the boy band has been. This is the worst candy cane cabbies like I'm pimp, son. Your mind spinning donuts? Homer Simpson. Second is the best Scotty Pippen. Back in the day, there was nothing wrong with skipping. There is no contest. Third is the best Donkey Kong with the hairy chest. Grown up life can be a super flock. Here's a little booster shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Guess who? Guess who? One up the nurse supplier. Getting caught up in a swirl of nice crossfire. Shine bright like a zippo. Chowing on his beats like Hey, hey. What's up? Welcome back. Hey, that relates to something we're going to talk about later. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Death Cakes podcast. We are yes, yes, uh, back from hiatus. Yes, back to 2018. Yeah, which I guess every show technically we are back from a hiatus. <laughs> uh, Definitely that know. latter part of our 16 and. And, and and seventeen, yeah, you know, you can go back to our episodes and see why, because uh, we actually talk about we actually mention <laughs> still a lot of reasons why, like especially toward the end of sixteen. I'm pretty sure, just yeah. for me telling you what I said, you can just figure out why. But yeah, yeah, you know, stuff happens. But uh, yeah. we are back. We are energized. Hmm. Um, we're ready to talk about some new stuff. Some and, old stuff. Yeah, well, you know, this is an interesting topic that we want to touch on because what we're touching on, we have had since the very beginning of the show. Yeah, and before we actually get into, like, the description of what we're going to talk about, um, you know, beginning of the year, I know we got a lot of new follows, new listeners, um who have gone back through our archives so I mean they got an idea but just for anybody just now jumping on um, I'm Illy that's Jay over there and uh, what is Death Cakes Podcast Death Cakes Podcast is has nothing to do with baking or cakes <laughs> it doesn't the name is strictly an inside joke that we ran with and uh, yeah you follow us on social media you can see um, explanations of that as well but the yeah, show itself we are a nostalgia based podcast uh, we've uh, we on our own um, you know in our normal lives Illy and I text back and forth just oh hey you, you remember this thing or hey you remember that show yep. and it, it just came to the point where we said well why don't we you know do a Let's do one of those podcast things that everyone's talking about. Yeah. And, uh, we created a podcast and 
where we are not, we don't claim to be experts in anything. More than anything else, we remember these different things from the 80s and the 90s. And we've got steel trap fucking memories. Like, we remember stuff that we have no business remembering. No. Far back as we... Yeah, like I've said before, I can't do basic math, but I remember... (laughs) I remember the name of every Ninja Turtle toy that's ever come out. <laughs> um, but you know, because of our our memories and and just the conversations that we end up having, um, we wanted to put that out in in the world, um, not to to like inform you and teach you about stuff, but to you know jog your own memory and say. And so you can have your own conversations like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Let me go and and check YouTube or, or Amazon and see if I can find this movie or this TV show. Hell, yeah. You know, that, that's a that's our mandate here. Yeah. And we kind of touch on a little bit of everything, whether it's uh, television, whether it's movies, whether it's toys, games, music. All kind, anything from the 80s and the 90s which is the era we grew up in we, we, we kind of touch on it and like uh, we got broad swath episodes and then we got like more um, uh, focused like, yeah yeah exactly more focused and I'm not focused because I just drank Jameson so uh, <laughs> I'm kind of tonight. but um, yeah so this one we're definitely focused in on a certain thing which we were about to talk about uh, when we got started yeah um like i said this has been around since the beginning since the genesis of this show um we we when we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it we thought we needed to break up the show from time to time um just to give a sort of a natural break in the conversation moving from one topic to another but also just to give people a little splash of nostalgia yes so they would sort of remember you know the things that we're talking about are just that era in time so whenever we would have a a break we always played commercials yeah and that's from the 80s and and that's an idea but it's an instance of great minds thinking alike, which uh, will happen quite a lot with us uh, when we're doing our planning phase of stuff. And I'll come up with something, or Jay will come up with something, and you know we'll be like, "Oh yeah, I was thinking the same thing." Um, that idea, when we got the idea for the format for this show, we want to do this nostalgia thing. It made me think of like when TV Land first came out, when it was a um, like when it first came out as a cable channel, and they used to show like you know it was all like what fifties and sixties television shows. And it would actually show retro commercials. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we need to put retro commercials in it, you know, when we take breaks. And Jay was like, I was thinking the same thing. I already got a whole bunch of commercials uh already written down that I want to use. So <laughs> so there it is. Yeah, and so that's what we uh we have done here. Uh we we get these commercials and now we just wanna we want to talk about some of these commercials because I know in past episodes we, we've talked about commercials based on whatever whatever uh, topic we may may be talking about. But uh, sometimes commercials have derailed our conversation, like Ice Cream Jones. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get into him yet because he's coming. He's coming. Um, 
but there have been times when um shit now ice cream jones maybe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but there there are times when we um talk. Yeah, I'm just gone. <laughs> I'm just uh, <laughs> damn it, ice cream Joe strikes again. Um, but, yeah, but um, shit, commercials. I mean, they. Commercials now, you know, people pretty much hate. You know, we, we've got our DVRs, we've got this, that, and the other. Nobody really pays attention to commercials except during Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know, that's another thing I was going to say is that you know, commercials have also kind of they've they've changed. You know, they've all but gone away. Um, especially with everybody watching streaming services. But if you have stuff like if you have um, Hulu, you get these like. 30 to you know to 60 to 90 minute breaks depending on the show and how long of duration the show is and uh it'll always be like the same several like groups of commercials on the, you know what I'm saying you don't get like mm-hmm. the the 2 to 3 minute breaks on network TV like you used to have or cable TV uh if you watch or if you use fight TV app uh, like like I do to watch uh, Ring of Honor wrestling or you know people watching boxing and MMA all the stuff they got up there that wasn't a plug for fight TV I'm just saying if you use it uh I know during Ring of Honor they show the same <laughs> there's, there's literally like three commercials there ones for like uh for a knee brace there's one for like some CPAP machine and uh cleaner and there's one for super beta prostate pills and it's the only things they ever show like any episode you watch it's only those same three commercials <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty much the same on all the streaming services but you know back in the 80s well I mean going as far back as you know the 40s 50s and 60s you know commercials were and still are you know how TV shows really make their money and you would get a glut of them you know it, it'd be you know a two and a half minute break for commercials to go through and especially when we were kids and growing up commercials were completely different you know now they've got laws that say you know you can't market you know like candy and and fast food the way you oh, used yeah. to um toys are, are still there but now that everything is is more um you know tech based and app based you don't see as many commercials for toys like you used to um you know, you, you see more commercials for electronics and right. stuff like that. And, you know, it it's it's just the commercial landscape is completely different than what, what it used to be. And I don't I mean, there are some funny commercials that, that are out there now. There are, are some some commercials that you that sort of stick with, with you now. But it seems like during the 80s and 90s, um, there were. A yeah, lot it more. seems like really that was the that was really the the last the last era to where you really had such iconic commercials I mean uh, cause you know really from anything before the 90s you know the late 90s really even before the 2000s there's commercial I mean there's 
I mean, there's DVDs of just the commercials, you know, based on all this stuff, you know what I'm saying, from like way back, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it's it's sad to see them go away, but at the same time, I get why. But mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like there's just something missing, though. You know what I'm saying with the with the way with the commercials you see now. Yeah, it is different, but um, let's just get into it. All right. So, you know, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna play a commercial right now. It's a commercial that I play quite a bit on the show when I edit. <laughs> I already know what it is before you start it. <laughs> and I've said it before. You know, depending on my mood, whenever I'm actually editing the show. Uh, if I'm having, you know, sort of a a maudlin day or more nostalgic than normal day, I'll play this. Uh, I'll stick this in there just for no other reason than I don't know what it is about this specific commercial, but I, I guess it's the music and the visuals and everything. It just puts me back into the 80s, sitting in front of TV on Saturday morning watching my crazy ass Saturday morning uh, cartoons and that's the uh, the whatchamacallit candy bar And we've had this conversation before, man. You you said you don't like multiple calls. I actually like them quite a bit. Not even had one no, in a long yeah, time, it, but those were good. Yeah, I hadn't had one in a long time, but we've had this discussion on on the show about what you want to call it before. And you know, I, a couple years ago, um, I went and got one just because you know we had discussed it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I like the commercial though. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about commercial, but you know, it 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 just it puts it in a point in time in the in the eighties that just puts my mind at ease, you know. Yeah. So, and I like how you know the jingle goes, where it's like, you know, it's all like different, like strange colloquialisms in English, like doodads and doohickeys. It's, it's just it's the uh, the narrator just kind of going through like all those little words like that and then you get watch them call it and then that's what they name the bar mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but uh you know another one I'm glad you brought that one up because like I think what that that commercial I want to say is like what probably the probably 88 um there was another one you remember caramellos actually I mean they're still around actually yeah they're still around well, they had this one commercial <laughs> right after it, and I mean, it's about as 80s as you can get, you know what I'm saying, right there at the turn of the decade, and do you remember where they had the song where they're singing Stretch It Out? <laughs> no. <laughs> let me, well, let me throw oh, this one up. Let me, let me throw wait, this wait. one up for you then. Stretch it out. Oh, 
Wow, I forgot all about that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that commercial is like that weird, like choppy. It's not stop motion animation. I don't know what you call that, but it's like, uh, you know, it, it's it's like it's it's like you got a live action person, but it's like chopped up, like 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 it's missing several frames in between each movement, and it's got this this 80s pop and it's telling you stretch it out which is weird because I don't think anyone eats a candy bar like that I think you just take a bite to the head but they got yeah no just take it all over me <laughs> <laughs> get all over everything of course you don't eat it like that right but that that, that, that commercial put me uh put that uh, uh what's that song Sledgehammer and Peter uh, Gabriel song yeah it's very similar to that music video, kind of. I believe it. You know, commercials were kind of like that too, where they were kind of rip, uh, they rip off um, popular songs and you know change it just enough mm-hmm. to where they won't get sued. Yeah, yeah. They, they never had the famous person do well. Every now and then they they would, but you know, not very often. Um, but yeah, that that one it just. That one's got that weird sort of, you know, in in the late '80s, early '90s, it was that weird sort of period where it wasn't grunge and it wasn't extreme yet. That the '90s were just still trying to decide what they were. Yeah, and the ad commercial just kind of fits right because it still got sort of that '80s synth pop, but then it's going into the '90s sort of the 90s pop which you know had, had a different sound but it wasn't that extreme stuff of the late 90s right you now like 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 new kids on the block yes that's a perfect like, example kinda, like kind of right in there yeah yeah that's a perfect example that that uh that fits right there yep but yeah but speaking of uh you know the 80s and you know could we talked about this on one of those um uh, I was the recycled and reused cartoon intros. Uh, I guess that's cartoon intro seven for uh, people looking at the archive. Um, when you were talking about, we were talking about the Popeye and, and Son mm-hmm. theme song and how it had a kind of a Beach Boys kind of theme, which led to a whole tangent about just how decades are always borrowed from two decades ago. Yeah. Because that's the decade that the people in charge, the powers that be, grew up in. So, like, if we were doing something now, we probably said it in the 90s. You know, um, and, and, and so forth. So this one, and and going back, and also tying into what I said about them uh, using songs, you know, parodying popular songs. In this case, they actually just went ahead and went full parody. I guess they paid the licensing. Was a uh, high C. Do you remember the one where they used the um, what was that Frankie Frank Frankie Avalon, whatever the who put the bop and the bop shabop shabop, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. So the high C who <laughs> who put the straw in the high C fruit drink because they had like because <laughs> if you remember the old high C's, they had a short straw, and I guess they got a new longer straw in there now, so you can get like most of the you know you can get more out of the juice box. So it's like a new yeah. long straw in my high C fruit drink. <laughs> I'd like to thank the guy who changed the straw and made my high seat better than before. Yeah. Who put the straw in my high seat fruit drink? A new cool straw that'll wiggle some hair. A new long straw in my high seat fruit drink with vitamin C for me and my friends. Who 
<laughs> so who's that man? I like to shake his hand because he made my high C fruitier than before, and everybody's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about licensing? They didn't care about licensing in the '80s. Are you crazy? They had to pay him something, though, right? They could just up and hey, look at his video. You, uh, but I guarantee they didn't pay Michael Jackson for any of that music. You know what? Prince? Oh no, I don't think Prince was ever on there. But I stand corrected. Yeah, you got a point. There you go. Yeah, I guess they should drop that shit. It's <laughs> the eighties. This is the Wild West, man. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. So that's yeah. That's that's the one that kind of came to mind too. Just uh, off top, when we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. There's there's so many fucking. I, I don't even know where to start or where to stop. Um, oh, one thing I do want to touch on. We talked about this in our serial episode. So let's just jump into into this now we we tried to break down what your average saturday morning cartoon block would be and we said it's mcdonald's toy cereal toy candy mcdonald's (laughs) so let's just get into mcdonald's because i mean mcdonald's they still have commercials they still have um, Happy Meal commercials because I saw one a couple days ago, but you know because of you know obesity and you know all that stuff they they are not the way they used to. Be. Hell no, they they don't use uh you know Ronald McDonald's been around since what the fifties something like that something like that but in in the eighties is when he really found his heyday and he had his crew in in. Burgerland or whatever it was. Yeah, McDonaldland. Which McDonaldland? Ooh, that's a whole other conversation, man. Because you know, I think I wrote back when we used to do after blogs. You can probably still find it on our website somewhere. Uh, it's the Death Cakes Nights episode, and actually for the um, for the header, I used a picture of uh, Mac Tonight because you know McDonald's started being yes. open later. They had this whole uh his whole campaign which okay there we go again uh, another uh, parody of a song they used Mac, the song called Mac the Knife and they called it Mac Tonight because we're open later so it's the guy with the big old moon head you know before he became a, um, an Aryan icon um, you know that was a uh, McDonald's thing and I used that for the picture for the uh, Death Cakes Nights and I wrote an after blog about like what happened to him and then just started talking about what happened to a lot of those characters like Mary McCheese and uh I forget the pirate's name and a bunch of other characters. It's because they ripped the shit out of Sid and Marty Croft and HR Puff and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you watch those old commercials. You know, it's a straight up Sid and Marty Puff. And I think, and, and the reason why um, they couldn't claim, well, you know, we just happen to be thinking the same thing. It's kind of like what happened with Ray Parker or with uh, Huey Lewis and uh, Ghostbusters. You know, they contacted Huey Lewis and wanted him to do music, he turned him down. They got Ray Parker Jr. made a song sound just like I Want to Do Drug, and there you have a legal issue there. Well, they contacted Sid and Marty to do that, and they didn't want to do it, or they couldn't come to terms on it, so they made their own and just ripped the <laughs> ripped them right off. So, like, oh, wait a minute, we're not letting you get away with that. So that's what happened there. Yes, yeah, so they uh, they just got rid of them, 
Um, I think the only ones that they sort of kept around for a while were um, Grimace and Birdie. But then even yeah, they, and they, the, the Fry Guys. Yeah, and the Fry Guys. But McDonald's was a juggernaut in the 80s and 90s because you know, we are not joking where you would see four or five you know, McDonald's commercials sometimes in the same block. Oh yeah, but, I mean, not even. Yeah, not even, not even exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's part of uh, of the problem is that okay, Ronald McDonald is is uh, you know basically Joe Camel, and he he's uh, he's hooking <laughs> kids on fat fast food, you know, with with uh, clowns and fun stuff and. And this, that, and the other. So first, they changed the Happy Meals to have less fries, and they added all the healthy options. And then they just cut out Ronald McDonald completely. Yeah, to yeah. the point where now, because the Happy Meal used to also they do the little McDonald Land commercial, and then they cut to, and you know they cut to the toy campaign. It's all mm-hmm. you know, come in, collect all four, collect all eight, whatever it is, however long they got it. Now they can't even do that. They came and show it. Like you have to actually go into the McDonald's to see what the toy is. And now, do you remember like on billboards, like they had that picture of the Happy Meal? It's just that generic red box with the yellow handle. Yeah. Now Happy Meal boxes actually look like that now. Yeah. Well, they, the real they go back and forth because sometimes it, it's that it's that red box, but then sometimes it's just a, a paper bag. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh huh. And now, I mean, in that you know we don't like to date the show even though we do it all the time uh, but just the other day in the news they actually just announced that they're cutting out cheeseburgers from um, from Happy Meals so that's not an option anymore oh yeah I read that I mean you can ask for cheese if you want it but it's not like it's gonna be like default hamburger or nuggets I think yeah which is kind of weird but it's a health thing but, I guess, but I don't, does a slice of cheese really make that much difference if you're already eating at McDonald's? Yeah, I don't know. But see, that, that's the thing, too. You you were just talking about um, Mac Tonight. And, you know, Mac Tonight wasn't just... That, that's an interesting commercial because not only was it saying, hey, we're, we're open later, but then the actual commercial was like, you know, hey, you know, come come you know and have a a wonderful you meal in the evening at at mcdonald's because back in the day i mean mcdonald's really was i don't want want to say it was like your your fancy go out to eat place but you know in in the 80s you didn't go to mcdonald's like every day like you do now It it was maybe a once or twice a week if that you know go and and eat there or if you're driving you know and shopping okay you'll stop and get a a happy meal to go okay but it wasn't like it is today where people eat there like every meal yeah it was kind of an i i don't want to say appointment restaurant because it's not like a you, you know your regular sit down kind of restaurant but it was still sort of not an event, but it, it was something that was rare. It didn't happen every day. Well, for most yeah, people. 
the other thing about that too, and this is gonna make us sound old as fuck, because people, you know, even I'm having a hard time even reconciling this in my mind. But drive-throughs weren't always a thing. Drive-throughs <laughs> were still kind of novel back then, you know what I'm saying? So there were, I mean, you'd see them, but there were still plenty of McDonald's that didn't have drive-throughs, and so you had to go in and sit down. And you see a bunch of other people in there eating, you know. Uh, all restaurants, like, you know, Long John Silver's so they didn't have a drive-thru. Like, it was a big deal when they said, now we have a drive-thru. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most places didn't have drive-thru, yeah. so you had to go in and sit down, and that's why they had those play areas and things like that in there for the kids, you know. Which is, is so fucking weird, because I watched that movie, The Founder, about McDonald's. I did, yes. I watched that, too. And, that was good. Yeah, it, it was a great movie, but you see that McDonald's started out as a drive-thru, or a, a drive-up kind of like a sonic kind of place yeah which is but what, what, what ray Kroc, yeah but then ray Kroc took over and turned it into a sit-down restaurant kind of and then got rid of the drive well it, the drive-through was still sort of there but it, it wasn't it, it didn't seem like it was a big it, it was more of the experience of coming in to sit down because he wanted he wanted people to get out of their cars to eat Right, and that's that was the whole novelty of it. Uh huh. And that I mean, and that makes all the sense. Um, why why drive-throughs weren't such a big deal across the board? Because what does every other fast food place do? They're following McDonald's lead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So McDonald's might have had a drive-through still there, and less emphasis on other places. Were like, well, we'll just put the place up, and we're just not even going to bother with the drive-through because. You know, people look at people go to McDonald's. They go in there and eat, right? Well, we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing, right? And you know, I'm just trying to think. In the those Happy Meal commercials, where where some of the you you could see the the change there as well, because you know, in the early '80s, it was all about all the characters in in McDonald Land. Then it started shifting. To just uh, Ronald and Birdie and Grimace and the Hamburglar and the Fry Guys, and then the Fry Guys kind of went away. And the Mc, when, when they created McNuggets, yeah, the then they had McNugget pup puppets. Yeah, and then the, the McNuggets became the the McNuggets were almost the default toy every other <laughs> month. <laughs> There'd be some dress up McNugget thing that was big around Halloween then, time. And yeah. what was, oh, speaking of which, man, speaking of that, you know, Halloween, Halloween and like, I guess maybe midsummer were always an interesting time to go because instead of your, your um, Happy Meal box, you get a bucket, like, you know what I'm saying? You get like a, um, a jack-o'-lantern style bucket at Halloween, a plastic bucket. You could take it, you know, um, and reuse mm-hmm. it or trick or treat with it, whatever you're going to do. And then in the summertime, they would always have, um, buckets or like sandcastle shaped things so you can like uh and they'd always come with like you know sand toys you know you take to the beach or a sandbox or something yeah which you know when when those times were around you didn't get no nah, toy that was the toy <laughs> yeah yeah that, that bucket that trick-or-treat bucket was your toy so well well the, the the summer bucket was the toy and it came with like a little plastic shovel yeah. or something, you know, whatever. The yeah, the Halloween, Halloween bucket used to come Halloween. with that. 
used to come with the dressed up McNugget. Like I have a McNugget in a Halloween costume. Oh, did it? I thought it was yeah. just a bucket by itself. It'd be like a McNugget and then it had like a little snap-on plastic ghost or witch uh, costume you put over the top of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But then Christmas time came around and I'm not going to play the commercial, but Christmas time, um, that's when Ronald would would uh, get in touch with kids. Like the one that I... I that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when Ronald would, would interact with kids in a more like caring, happy way. Yeah. Instead of just, hey, kids, let's have a happy meal. It was like, hey, kids, let's do something, you know, nice. The one commercial I'm thinking of is everybody is like skating on the frozen pond. And one little kid doesn't get to skate or he can't skate. And he keeps falling down. And it, it cuts to this like deer out in the woods, and deer's just watching, shakes its head. <laughs> and then Ronald comes out of nowhere and like teaches the kid to skate. And then everyone likes the kid because he can skate now. Yeah. And then uh, and then Ronald just sort of disappears. He just kind of walks off. I feel like I vaguely remember that. I would have to see that one. Yeah, but that one's more. Uh, visual than audio, so I'm not gonna play it. It's just more like Christmasy yeah. music. Mm-hmm. But I know exactly yeah, what you're talking that, about. There's that one. There's a couple of other like Christmas ones that they would play that were more, um, more about the season rather than than hey, here's the newest toy. You know, come get it. Right. You know. But now, um, there was a few different jingles that they had, and I can't remember them all. I mean, because there's a lot of them. But then they had like the main campaign, and there was like <sighs> I can't remember what it was before this. Before maybe uh, I guess that was like '91, where they changed the where where it became food food folks and fun. I don't remember that one. It was like, ah oh man, hey, I'm drawing a blank on like what the only one. The only, no, 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 no. There's a couple of them, um, but the one I remember is when he had a seal. You know, like the seals who can play music with the uh, by te- by uh, pressing on bike horns in front of their heads. Yeah. So he had the one where he's singing the song "Food, Folks, and Fun," and the the, the seal the song. And then he's about to sing the rest of the he's about to sing the rest of the song, and the seal actually starts talking and singing. And Ronald's looking like, "What the fuck? <laughs> just, what just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> but then, like the year later, they changed this to "Do You Believe in Magic?" Which I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's got to do with McDonald's. Did Ronald know magic? He was kind of a magical thing. Okay. Clown, yeah, he, he he could make Happy Meals appear out of nowhere and stuff. I guess so, but he had that was the they made that the the jingle, and I just thought that was so weird because like it doesn't make me think of food or McDonald's for that matter. Yeah, but oh, it, <laughs> McDonald's just a, such a uh, odd bird, just because they would have those commercials for kids and then they would have in the evenings 
I, I know we're not quite jumping to eat evenings, but we're talking McDonald's, so let's get them all out of the way. In the evenings, there is, of course, it seemed like there were two different commercial uh, campaigns that they had going, depending on where you lived or what station it was playing on. Because if it was playing in a predominantly black neighborhood, you would get one commercial where where most of the the characters were black and it was some sort of butt rock music going on and they, they were dancing while going to McDonald's. Or you'd get the Lily White Bread one with some, you know, generic jingle and, and whatever. And they're going to McDonald's. Uh, but then there is the of course the classic commercial that was spoofed on uh, on the Chappelle show Calvin's got a job <laughs> I remember that hey isn't that Calvin I haven't seen him for a while wonder where he's heading I heard he got a job is that right well it's about time he got himself together now that you mention it there is something different about him. Just goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. Looks like responsibility's been good for him. Well, I'm just glad somebody believed in him enough to give him a chance. Wonder where he's working. Welcome to McDonald's. May I help you? Yeah. That. That. I. <laughs> I come on. I mean, they, they still do that with two different sort of uh, two different you know ad campaigns going on there's always the black commercial and then the the, reg, the white commercial oh yeah of course you know but it, it always seems like at least back in the, I think they've gotten better but back in the 90s everyone everyone's always dancing in the black commercial <laughs> because of course they are <laughs> yeah and she usually, hey, we got chicken McNuggets. Let's dance. Because <laughs> that's what we like. You know, we've been on this one for a long time, but do you remember the one with the? For a while, they had a. They had a group of teenagers or maybe preteens that would just always be hanging out, and they end up at McDonald's at some point or another. I can only remember the there's a fat there's a, the fat white kid with the um with the spiky hair like Sting from uh, WCW and his name was Cosmo I can't remember anybody else's name though Mm-mm. and they'd always end up in McDonald's I will have to send you that on, on one of our breaks but and I just there's, there's, there's two that I remember and I remember one where they were playing charades with each other in the in the booth and he uh the, the Cosmo kid he stuffs his mouth full of fries and they can't guess and he's like what are you he says hungry like oh, oh. Ha, 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 ha. and they all laugh at it whatever and I'm like this is <laughs> because of course yeah, the fat I... kid is gonna be stuffing mouth full of fries and then there is one where there's supposed to be some new girl in 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 town and they're like riding by her house like on their bikes like stalkers and stand across the street like staring at her house that's her house and the dog comes out. It's like, oh, that's that must be your dog. That's a lucky dog. He gets to live in her house. <laughs> <laughs> and then the girls in the crew they ride by 
on their bikes like guess who's at mcdonald's guess who's at mcdonald's like you know what i got the sudden urge for some fries and they get off their bikes and just take off toward mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember those that commercials. One. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what made yeah. those kids grow up to right now. They probably uh, who knows? They probably have mixed spoons. <laughs> oh shit! For people, who yeah, we've been talking for people who don't know what a mixed spoon is, and I thought it was hilarious. I can't. I think it might have been Kevin. No, it wasn't Kevin Smith. It was somebody was talking about Coke in the 80s and like how the stir you know like the long uh, uh, coffee stirs they used to get at McDonald's you know, with the long uh, the long white handles with the M with the arches at the end mm. but they had like a tiny spoon at the bottom and that spoon somehow or another is also like the exact it, 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 can, it can perfectly hold like a gram of coke like a bump and so oh, people Jesus were so that became a slang it's like can we get a, a, a McSpoon and they knew what you were talking about. <laughs> and so that's why they don't make them anymore because that got out there like, oh shit, we better chase this up. <laughs> oh shit. I, I, I don't remember where I heard that at. I think that might have been. I, I I keep wanting to say it's Kevin Smith, but I know it wasn't because Jay wasn't strong out on Coke. It was heroin. So I don't remember where I heard about that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. You got anything else to say about McDonald's before, or can we move on? <laughs> no. No, let, let's, let's That was much on. like the 80s right there, man. You just had this big block of McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, but what other... Uh, what are other kid commercials you want to touch on? Well, I talked about High C. Um, do you remember those commercials for Tang? When Tang made a run at it? Because Tang... People, Tang kind of comes and goes. It's mostly known as this orange powder drink, but every once in a while, they get they get courageous and they go at high C or go at Kool Aid and they start coming out with more flavors, like mm-hmm. more powders you can get, or even start making juice box. And so there was this commercial, it was a claymation commercial of this bodega somewhere, and all of a sudden these these mouths with, with like walking these these with like you know arms and legs but no faces just big walking mouths are yelling hey we want that tank fruit box you gotta find that tank fruit box and they're all tearing their bodega apart trying to find it and the, and the shopkeeper is like looking like oh my god what the hell Hey, come on, man. We want that new tank fruit box. <laughs> what? Read my lips. T A N G. Five all natural flavors. Vitamin C. Out of the way, man, before our faces know we're gone. <laughs> what is this? Don't you have ears, man? <laughs> we couldn't wait for our faces to wake up. We want that tank fruit box now. I'm getting orange. I'm getting gray. I'm getting out of here. Tang brand. The taste your mouth can't wait for. Give me some more. Oh, I found it! I found the tank fruit box! I'm getting cherry! And I was like, I'm getting grape! And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the cashier's like, I'm getting out of here! And he takes off running. It's all like that. It's all in claymation. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh, God. Yeah, man. And so it's like, there were a few commercials that did that. Like, um, Dairy Queen would do it like way in the 2000s, which I thought was hilarious. But the other commercials I remember with like, Anthropomorphic mouths, whereas uh, Tang and um, and Twizzlers. Oh, I remember the Twizzler mouth. Because <laughs> it makes mouths happy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Uh, that was the slogan. Uh, have you seen the new the new Twizzler commercials that are out now? I mean, not to go forward, but you brought it up. No, I haven't. Um, oh my god, it is so bad. It's it's it'll be like um, a person who's staring straight at the camera. And they got like the mad, they got a mad face on, you know, it just looked angry. And then out of either coming from like below from their chin or coming from either side of the screen or sometimes coming from the top down, a Twizzler would just come and poke them in the face (laughs) until they start laughing. And then they bite the Twizzler and eat it. All I can think about is just a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You just switch it out with like a dick coming out of nowhere. Is the slogan I still make mouths happy? <laughs> Shit, it might. It, but it, oh, I don't think it's an appropriate commercial. But I have a weird head, so that uh, it. Yeah, I mean, hey, I wouldn't write a commercial uh, like that. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. You know. Um, you know. What about those? What about those milk commercials, man? There were a ton of those too. That's another one we forgot about on Saturdays. Like there would always be a milk commercial in there, like milk. Does now, which good. ones? Because yeah, there, there was the milk does a body good ones. Then there, there were, were the ones where it would be a kid talking to either like Big Brother, oh god, okay. or talking to the hot chick. All right, now that that those are fucked up commercials, man. Yeah, because you got this guy. He's like talking to a, uh, you know, talk to at least she's at least eighteen years old, and he's ignoring him as she should because this is a child talking to her. He's probably like all of ten or twelve. And he's talking about you don't notice me now, but I'm drinking milk, and and then he he changes. He like gets older. He's like, I'm gonna get strong. I'm gonna get strong bones, and then it's gonna smell. I'm gonna start putting on muscle and and working out and eating right and then he gets even older and now I've got this broad chest and these chiseled abs and all this is all from drinking milk and then it comes back to him as a kid yeah <laughs> he's like and you're only gonna want me for my body but that's okay I'm like what the fuck just happened <laughs> no yeah and then there, there's there's one with the bully there's one with the bully and he's like, "Yeah, you bully me now, but I'm drinking milk, and I'm getting bigger and stronger, and, and someday you won't be able to fight me, <laughs> or something like." That. <laughs> and he he gets all you know big and buff. He's like, "And I'm gonna be a linebacker," <laughs> and and then he reverts back to you know the scrawny kid. But those commercials were were messed up and then they had some other milk commercials there was a bunch of them man like they uh the milk mustache commercials they would come along every once in a while uh there were those ones where they just had the little jingle like I said the milk it does a body good pass it on and you just see like the message being relayed for like you know the entirety of the commercial all across like out in the space you know yeah Heard that in our yeah, episodes. and that yeah, all those commercials were because apparently back in the day, in, in the 
in the nineties, in the early nineties, late eighties, um, people weren't drinking milk and dairy farmers weren't making money. So they came up with that ad campaign and it, it, it worked, it, it paid off. Paid off like gang. Yeah, it did because you really don't need milk, and they forgot the little disclaimer and said, "Oh, by the way, if you're black, this stuff's going to turn on you at some point in your life." They like, did me. By the time I was 19, <laughs> I couldn't digest milk worth a damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then well, let's get into the toy commercials. Okay. I mean, we're just kind of kind of on everything right now, but. I mean, there, there's some toy commercials that I want to touch on before we start talking about the grown-up stuff. All right, I got other stuff. I got more random stuff than that too. So, <laughs> so you just all right. Keep well, it going. I want to. I want to jump. In, I want to jump into this. Um, the <laughs> board game commercials. Board game commercials in the '80s and in the '90s, especially in the '90s. They made some of these board games look like the greatest pieces of plastic you have ever seen in your fucking life. If you start talking about Mousetrap, Jay, I'm I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I was actually I, we can talk about Mousetrap. No, I we're was, not gonna talk about Mousetrap. I was gonna talk about Crossfire. <laughs> oh, oh, I never played Crossfire. I I played it once at, at a friend's house, and it was not fun. It was not as it didn't work as well as it did in commercial, but like, like the commercial starts out and it's like in the near future, uh, games are like this now. And the commercial, there's all this smoke and there's this giant arena. Then two kids come floating down on the on the uh, play pieces for Crossfire. And then so you're they telling went, me that when you load up when you open up Crossfire, you don't get hovering uh, play pieces? No. Oh. Well, no, and then they they would hover down to the actual board and they had this like really heavy metal banging song crossfire yeah and I mean it was rocking but when you actually play the fucking game it it ain't that exciting it's sometime in the future the ultimate challenge must it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. The first to capture everyone else's mouse is the winner. Just turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber up tub, which hits the man into the fan. The trap is set. Here comes the net. Ouch! Mouse trap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I, I knew you were a winner. Mouse trap from Milton Bradley. So, what is the premise of that game? Because I, I, when you watch them play it, it's like they're shooting marbles or BBs out of this little. Yeah gun thing but then it just seems like they're hitting the spinning blade and it just that's yeah, all that's there, going on there's two there, there's like a spinning saw blade that is one character or one player then there's uh, just a spinning triangle that's for the other character and your goal is to shoot the little BBs at the at these two little discs to spin them to push them into uh, your opponent's goal and, and score. Uh, but, so it's it's like that. Uh, oh, what the hell is the name of that game? 
used to play in school, like like marble football. Kinda. Yeah. Oh. Kinda is, but it it is not as fun as as the game makes it, as a commercial makes it look. Oh hell no! Let that commercial tell man. You got like an entire arena of people cheering you on, like you're like futuristic gladiators, and you're just firing guns at you know at the guy across from you. And I'm not sure. Uh, like I said, I was never actually sure how to play the game. I never actually seen one. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's all it really is, and it's not that that exciting or great or anything. But you know, yeah. Um, I guess it's what you, you had, what you had. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember the uh, Guess Who commercials were actually they actually got out in front of that. Like you know, the game cars don't actually talk. Go get your hopes up, people. Oh yeah, they did. They had to put that disclaimer at the end. <laughs> Guess who? It's a mystery. Yeah, I remember that. I hated that game. It, it's just dumb. It's it's cool. I mean, it. I mean, you only need to play it like a couple of times. I don't see how you can waste an afternoon playing it. Yeah, we have I don't it in either. my like third or fourth grade class. Whenever we have like game time, whatever, we have that in there. And, might play around, but then I move on to something else. Yeah, I, I played it maybe once or twice, but that was about it. But um, what another? Oh, Perfection. I mean, Perfection. What was a game that's been around since like the seventies? But the nineties made it try to make it like a really exciting. Uh, if you don't know, Perfection is this large like plastic tray and you have a bunch of different shapes and it's kind of like those puzzles that kids have where the puzzle piece has a little plastic like handle on it and you just stick the shape into the shape Uh but the thing with with perfection is that this plastic tray that you're putting the pieces in uh, there's there's a timer that's attached to the spring and if you don't have all the pieces in before the timer runs out the spring pushes the tray up and throws all the pieces everywhere yeah and depending on where you play this thing at you have the possibility to like lose those pieces once it fires your shit across the table or off your surface oh yeah yeah see you can really only play the game once (laughs) and and have all the pieces after that you're kind of fucked kind of you know, I um I didn't have I didn't have that game. I think that's another one that was that we had in school. And then there's like a travel version that you have that's even smaller. Which to me that one was too easy. I don't know. And that was another thing they, they started doing, like I don't know if there was always been a thing, but I know definitely in the um, in the late eighties. You start calling it like with uh, travel versions of these games. And like pocket size versions. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I remember seeing somebody had a pocket perfection or like a travel size perfection or whatever. But um, yeah, at perfection, I think we had that in, in class, and surprisingly, it never got. I think all the pieces were always there. Well, that's lucky. Yeah, you know what I really yeah. like though. I really love Simon, even though it's like one of the most <sighs> simple games you could ever come up with. That game is it's it's fun. And it's, oh, do you remember? Didn't they, they try to make a big deal out of Simon too? Like that there, there was some new kid in town or. Or, or the badass kid that wears sunglasses and he came out of the woods and he walked up to Simon <laughs> and he did Simon real quick and then just walked away yeah, and all the mastered, girls swooned. Yeah, he mastered Simon and they're all like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah, big thing. Man, I 
hated Simon. I love Simon. I have one. I have one. I love that band. I'm gonna have to see if, see if that commercial's out there somewhere. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I always think it's. I always love it. Like around uh, Christmas time, when uh, I mean Simon actually never went anywhere, but it always comes back reissued. Like yeah. a new version of it, or like a new design of it. It always comes back. I'm like, I wonder what they did Simon this year. Contrast that with. Uh, and here's a toy commercial that um, pissed me and my sister off. It's called. Uh, it was Light Bright, and Light Bright has oh, not yeah. changed. Light Bright is the exact same thing it's been since you know the the, the 50s or whatever it's been. Um, and it has not changed. And they actually never. You never see a Light Bright in the wild until about Christmas time. They pulled those out out of the bargain bin, out of the basement, and just put those out on these pallets. And then once Christmas is over, they go back into the basement never to be sold again until uh next christmas season but we had a light bright when we were young like maybe like you know little like three two years old whatever that commercial said you can make mickey mouse goddamn we never made mickey mouse <laughs> you had to buy the special um uh mold that for commercial it. Said mold you can mickey mouse it should have it, it, we should have been able to do it yeah, but isn't that the thing with, with Light Bright that you have to you have to buy the the little printed paper card to know where to stick the the lights? We have all the lights in a box. We have the the light board. We plug in the light board. We have the pieces. We should be able to make Mickey Mouse thing. We couldn't make Mickey Mouse. You're just doing it. Right. Well, then they shouldn't have told us we could do it. <laughs> Pop in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. It's easy to make beautiful pictures with Lightbright. Or create your favorite characters with Lightbright refills, like Disney's Beauty and the Beast, Tailspin, and The Little Mermaid. Light, bright, light, bright. Turn on the magic of shining light. Lightbright from Milton Bradley. <laughs> and then I think we end up losing most of those little light, light, uh, you know, those little, uh, plastic things anyway the light shines through oh yeah you always I mean, that's the first thing to go um yeah, I, yeah that's a never ending flight right there trying to keep you know <laughs> another one another commercial that lied remember Teddy Ruxpin and like all those little toys that are just just like it that uh those talking dolls mm-hmm. which all it really was you put a cassette tape in his butt and it and it says whatever's in the cassette tape and so <laughs> Well, we didn't know because we didn't have any music back then. Was if you could put you could put some like really really bad music in there, <laughs> and Teddy Ruxpin like 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 singing Easy E or some shit. Yeah, but but yeah, those there was a bunch of toys just like that. But the Teddy Ruxpin is the one I remember the most um, because I think for the most I think that was the first one I remember seeing that mm-hmm. did that. But also there was a commercial where. Like it was like Doctor Frankenstein, and he's like bringing him to life. It's like he's like he's alive, he's alive. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is you. You, you took a classic horror movie, <laughs> you're trying to sell a kid uh, a, a doll with it. That's not confusing at all. No, not in the slightest. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What else do you want to touch on? I just remember that bit of fucked up commercial, man. Uh, 
let's see what else do I remember man um do you remember the you remember those Eminem commercials where like the kid was in the um he was playing Little League and he said if you eat a green one you would hit a home run oh yeah I played that uh, we, we've it. used that on the show yeah <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, you have. Yeah, okay. I think. We have. <laughs> yeah, the brown one is a That's double. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wonder how. I wonder if they got any kids on that one. Like, hey, can we pack of M and M's before you know before t-ball practice? Yeah, I used to play little league. I'd, I'd have some green M and M's. You know what? I struck out. <laughs> I played Little League too. I never hit a home run. Well, so maybe I didn't eat green M Ms either. Maybe I could have. Oh, wow. I remember actually. I wasn't ever a great hitter. I was actually just really fast. Yeah. And so I stretched like you know some some base hits into doubles or, or even triples in some <laughs> in some cases. <laughs> I hit a few like legit triples, but other times, man, I was stealing bases. Man, I was like a regular Vince Coleman out there. Man. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of baseball. Was it last year that we had to to uh, oh yeah get the posse mounted up for this? You're in the big league when you make a perfect fly. You're in the big league when you keep the dream alive. You're in the big league when you block a shot or two. You're in the big league. You're in the big league too. Big league chew. Man sized wads of great tasting shredded bubble gum stuffed into a giant stay fresh pouch for big league flavor and big league bubbles. It's big league chew. You're in the big league. You're in the big league chew. Big league chew. Yup. I remember seeing that because I see. <laughs> you're no perfect slide. <laughs> I remember seeing a really, um, a really shitty. They've done well because I thought this is what what's happening, it, which was what they keep doing with uh, stuff for kids these days. Which I get it, but at the same time, this stuff is so harmless and it's been around forever. And most kids, until they actually see tobacco, or unless you're like dipping right in front of them, they're not going to put that two and two together. I didn't for years. Yeah, me neither. You know, but that is supposed to be like you know like tobacco in fact it was created because it was a baseball player or something like that who didn't like tobacco and he just wanted bubble gum and so that's why he did it so it was actually made to be an alternative to that yeah and so i go on a quick trip one day and i see big league chew balls they're like gumballs i'm like this is the pussification of children that george carlin warned us about like two decades ago <laughs> It tell me they have taken away the shredded pouches and replaced it with these gumballs and that's what they're calling Big League Chew now this is bullshit this has got to stop and then we found out nope that's just a variant they do actually have it call off your posse you were hot though I was pretty hot I'm like this is terrible this is I'm 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 offended yeah but I mean you know you watch that commercial it's not like they're well, I mean, I guess they are kind of looking like they're dipping, but I mean, again, if you're a kid and you're not around it, you you don't put the two and two together. No, it was just fun to eat. It was shredded bubble gum, you know, where he's used to having like gumballs or, or sticks. Yeah. Or, or or blocks like like bubble dishes. Yeah. Now, did you ever put too much in your mouth? 
Yeah, all the time. I would even do that with bubble dishes. I'd be trying to like chew two bubble dishes at the same time, and yeah. just <laughs> my jaw would be so sore. Now, bubble dishes. Now they had some some fucking wacky '90s commercials. I feel like they did, but I can't really remember them. I just remember weird colors. Yeah, a lot of weird colors. Yeah. A lot of what was the one? What was the one gum where if, if you chewed it, then then the commercial the kids would be chewing it and then the fruit would like fall out of the ceiling oh no 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 that wasn't gum that was that was candy it was called bonkers bonkers that's right and it yeah. was supposed to be so free that you chew it like that it wasn't just kids either we like grown like old people and they eat bonkers and then all of a sudden this big pile of grapes that come smashed up through the ceiling what yeah, I, I thought it's because it, the adults were scolding the, the kids, and then the kids would eat it, and then and the uh, the fruit would smash the adult for being an asshole about it. <laughs> they might have changed it. There was a few commercials because I can think of exactly one where the um uh it's like a grandma or a mom or she's older and she's talking about bonkers and then her husband eats some bonkers and then like a big watermelon comes through and smashes him and she's laughing about it and then she eats one like oops and then like the grapes come and smash her yeah but I thought there was another I mean I'm sure there probably was another one I'm just saying that's the one I remember no what was the the commercial then when when the kids would eat it and and their heads would turn into big fruits was that bonkers too uh you know what? I don't know. Wish that wasn't Gushers. Maybe that's Gushers. I don't know. I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I just remembered. I I like the uh, the Bubblicious commercials. I, I always like Bubblicious more than, than Bubble Yum. Although I remember the Bubble Yum commercials, but there, there there was one specific Bubble Yum commercial I remember from the '80s. It was like, like a cowboy commercial. But I don't remember what happened in it. I wasn't a big fan of Bubble Yum either, although they were they were ones who did um or was that Bubble Delicious where they had the two um the double flavors like cherry and grape? Or that like, was Bubble Delicious. That was Bubble Okay. Yeah, because the the first one that they did was the watermelon with it, it it wasn't two flavors, but it it was it looked like a watermelon. It, it had, you know, a green layer on the outside and then a red layer inside. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was sort of the genesis of it. And then they said, oh, well, why don't we do two different flavors? We'll, we'll do the same thing, but we'll do two different flavors. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. And then they started coming out with like, uh, it was uh, a seven up company. They started coming out with like uh, their own gum and like you chew it and it has like the that, that, that gel in the middle. That's supposed to taste like a uh, tastes like A&W root beer or tastes like Dr. Pepper or, or Seven oh, Up. Oh, yeah. Those are gross. Yeah, they are. And they come back every once in a while. Like, I don't don't buy that. No, never. We bought it never, one time. Never. I was like, that was the worst decision I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do you want to touch on? Man, I got, man listen. The 80s were just strange, man. Anyway, we talk about Coke. <laughs> about, about, about what was going through people's minds in the 80s when they're coming up with shit. Do you remember uh there were some there were some cookies called uh called Giggles? And they were like, oh, kinda yeah. like <laughs> they were kinda like Oreo like you know sandwich cookies with the cream in the middle. 
except the uh, the cookie part, it'd be like half vanilla, half chocolate. It'd be like a funny face with a big, you know, funny smile on it. And there's a commercial where this guy is talking, you know, uh, a, a guy and his old and his younger brother are talking about the giggles cookies. Except the younger brother is not talking. He's whacked out. He's laughing his ass, like slapping the table and banging his head on the table. And his <laughs> his brother's looking at him like. Can we? Can you contain yourself so we can get through the commercial? And the kid is like, <laughs> slapping the table and shit. I like new Giggles cookies because we've got two kinds of cream inside. He likes Giggles funny faces. There's fudge and vanilla cream in each one. Mm-mm, I can't believe how good this is. New Giggles cookies, two kinds of cream in each funny face. Are you gonna eat that? <laughs> I'm like, you know what they were putting in those cookies. Yeah, there's something special in them giggles. <laughs> yeah. Quentin's recipe, you know, with the butter. <laughs> yeah, those, those commercials were, were funny. There's that one, but I mean, um, uh, here's another one that kind of comes to mind. Uh, whenever I think about the 80s, uh, mostly at my grandmother's house because on Nickelodeon they had long commercial breaks. Um, and a lot of like infomercials, well, not, not infomercials, but a lot of like, you know, call these 1 800 numbers or write to this P.O. box and get it. And mm-hmm. it was this, it was like right around when answering machines really kind of became a, a, a more common thing. And so they had this tape that you could buy called Crazy Calls, where they have these answering messages for you. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of them. There's like a can-can version. And like, first of all, hey, but tweet at us, tweet at us, tweet at the show if anybody actually knows anyone who actually bought that. Because I would guarantee you that no, they didn't. It was for grandmas and and older people, you know. Well, I think they would have just they still would have left their own message and said you know, you've reached so-and-so or reached this number, wait for the beep, you know, and leave a message after the tone or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? I, I cannot believe, I, I can't believe for a second that anybody actually had this on their machine. And plus, also, how would you get it either? Did you have to play the play a radio right next to the answering machine and record it that way? Or did you just put the tape in and it did it? That, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I never knew anyone that had. So Regardless, there's two that remind that that there's two on there that I can always think of, and there's the one where it's like a it's a rap song, <laughs> and it's so like, "I'm glad you called, but I'm not home, and I'll be back before too long. You gotta wait for the beat." <laughs> <laughs> and then, but the one there's this one, and it's just I'll tell you why that's important because all right, back in like the mid late 90s we used to play Sega a lot you know my dad uh, and I we play NBA Live we play um, Madden you know and it was like mm-hmm. a thing where he just he just, my dad would just come in the room like hey set it up and you know exactly what he's talking about you know put the game in there the, son, the, uh, the Madden or the um, NBA or the time we were in the Madden and so what would happen is on um uh you know and we'd be talking shit back and forth you know so like throughout the entirety of that game you know we'd be just talking trash and just you know 
hitting each other after the play because you could do that back in the game back then and all kind of stuff. Well, he would do incomplete passes. And whenever he would incomplete a pass, I'd be like, nobody's home. Nobody's home. And I, never, <laughs> I knew that came from somewhere, but I couldn't actually put it, put my finger on where it came from in my head. And then fast forward to um, some years ago on YouTube. I think I, I, I come across that. I sent you a link about it. There. But then they have. It's it's one of those crazy calls, and it was a Beethoven's <laughs> Beethoven's uh, fifth thing. So yeah, it comes in. So it was like, so that was one of the calls where you could actually put that answer machine. Like nobody's home, nobody's home. Like oh shit, that's where I got it from. And so I actually sent the sent uh, sent that link to my dad, like the YouTube. And I said, hey, go to like the I don't know the thirty eight second mark, and he just died laughing. He called me up. And it was like. He's like, man, you remember when we used to do it? So we just went this, this whole conversation about all those, uh, all those games playing Madden and everything. <laughs> we used to be just just talking shit and joking and right, you know. <laughs> hey ho, you sorry that I'm not at home, but when I get the message on my telephone, you'll be the first one on my list. Crazy calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for answering machines. I am very sorry that I'm not at home to take your call. $14.95. Give someone the gift of gab for their answering machine. Oh, a friend. What you've actually done is bought a one-way ticket to the answering machine zone. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You got Crazy Calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for only $14.95. Call 1-800-351-5200. Call 1-800-351-5200. But yeah, that's what you So even in, um, and so even in the last, in the Super Bowl, the last play when, um, uh, Brady went for that Hail Mary to try to get another down. And try to even things up, and he missed. And then my dad says the text that says the text through. Nobody's home. Nobody's home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of those kind of, they're not really infomercials, but they were uh, commercials. Well, I guess they're in- no, no. It was just like, like the as seen on TV right. kind of commercials. I mean, you you still have those today with with uh, mm-hmm. OxyClean and uh, what's that Flex Seal stuff? But back then they had it for everything. Uh, some of the most memorable ones were for music. Oh, yeah. It seems like every every other every other uh, commercial was uh, um, like a compilation. Here's the the soulful. The soulful songs of the seventies, or uh, <laughs> or the funktastic, yep. whatever. The eighties explosion, know? you know, back in the nineties, they start coming with the eighties mixes with like Mr. Big and stuff like that in there. Yeah, yeah, and it was just a way to to sell you cassettes and and uh, CDs, and did, I'm sure they probably did for LPs too, but. Um, that was a a weird a weird time because it it'd be it and here's a song like this and hey do you remember Al Green how about this 
you know, that's one of those things that you really don't see anymore because, well, nobody buys CDs anymore. Right, and that, and also, I mean, if you want to hear some Al Green, you just punch it up on your Spotify or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah, because you know, no one, no one really listens to to CDs or anything. We've got Spotify, we got Pandora. We don't need it, but I mean, that was a that that commercial was a staple of of the eighties and the nineties. Sitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, we we talked about that on on uh, our episode on the state. We talked about how they pair those kind of commercials. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there were a lot of, and you know what happened is, um, you would see those commercials so much that you would you would memorize those snippets. Those snippets would be stuck in your head, and so when you actually heard the song get played somewhere, then you'd hear that part of the song, and you'd be waiting for the next little snippet to kick in mm-hmm. yeah. like I remember in the 90s there was a, one, of those 80s, one of those 80s commercials um, for uh, and I guess that song that song you're unbelievable bah, 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 bah. and then right after that about, it went to uh, it went to that when I think about you I touch myself and then it goes can't touch this no 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 so it was showing like all the songs so now if I hear any one of those songs I'm automatically I remember on Gran Turismo 2 I think they had that that, that Touch Myself song in there and I kept waiting for like Can't Touch This to come on <laughs> right after it MC Hammer or like I hear Unbelievable and I always want they always think it's gonna blend into the next song yeah the good old days yep <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah well on that note let's uh let's take a break and play some of these commercials that we've been uh, randomly talking about and then we'll we'll see you on the other All side. Right. Alright, let's make it happen. See you on the other side, folks. After these messages we'll be right back. I'd like to meet you. But I'll bet you're hoping for a hug. And all I've got to offer is sensitivity, intelligence, and charm. I'm drinking milk though, and for the next couple seasons I'll be working out. Milk's about the best thing I can drink right now to help me build strong arms, powerful legs, and a broad chest. And when all my work is done, will you love me just for my body? I can live with that. Milk, it does a body good. Come, Fatty! Come, runners. No trouble. No matter what the odds are, you're always ready for a gum fight with Hubba Bubba. Because soft, juicy, delicious Hubba Bubba lets you blow amazing no-stick bubbles that won't stick to your face. That's why they call them gum runners. <laughs> Big bubbles, no troubles. Bubble, 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 gum. What up, Jake? What up? Cap? At the J-O-B, man. What? He's still flipping those burgers at Mickey D's. Here's your order. Thanks, Calvin. He's not tired of that yet. Could be kicking it with us, mm-hmm. man. Having big, big fun. He says he has a plan, man. Meet the newest member of our management team, Calvin. Congratulations, Calvin. Right. Right. Calvin. Man, right. management team. Cool. Right. Yep, yeah, I'm part of the management team now, Mama. Oh, baby, I'm so proud of you. Don't <laughs> wear my boy too hard oh. now. Yeah, you're right. Because he does wear some fresh clothes. Yo, Calvin. Welcome to the hood. May we help you? 
So people want to know about Keepers of the Funk. They want to know who is the Supreme Team. Well, I'll break it down for you real quick. First off, you got Illy. Illy be like Gandalf, man. He knows all and sees all on some forest magic shit. You know, the hip-hop type tip. Fucking, you try to bullshit on an answer, bullshit on a track, he's sunning you up real quick. Like, nah, that's incorrect. Yo, he is the magician of hip-hop, the wizard of hip-hop. Then you got Ghost. Ghostface killer, now you see him, now you don't. He's the Legion of Doom on the ones and twos. You know, be breaking them beats real hard, rough neck, strong arm in this shit. He be like that older brother, man. He fucking slap box a nigga out of skinny jeans and shit real quick. And then, you know, you got me, you got Jay Millsy, you know, El Padrino, you know, always pushing weight, always hustle hard by any means. You know, we call him Mr. Benedict and shit because he got his fingers in everything. You know, he making all the moves on time, on point, all the time, every time. Keep us with the funk, baby. Listen to Keepers of the Funk here on No Jibba Jabba FM. Alright. And that was just a random smattering of, of stuff yeah. that we have talked about already. Um, they yeah. had some stuff we're probably about to talk about. Yeah, so you know what else was big in the 80s? Um, this is the era Coke. of uh, Nancy Reagan. It's a lot of the uh, Just Say No. That whole campaign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all those commercials started. And there's this one that I... I just remember where it's like... A, it's all in black and white. It'd be a bunch of different people. Honestly, it looked, they looked... I was a really young kid back then. Probably like, you know, five and under... So, I feel like, to me, they looked older. They might have only been, like, you know, in their, they might have been, like, their late teens, tops. But regardless, they were talking about um, just bad experiences with, with drugs or alcohol, you know, before it gets to the, before it builds to the end where they say, just say no and say yes to life. And they were mm-hmm. talking about, you know, one guy who had a, 
had too many to drink and got an accident. He survived, but his friend died. Or, uh, you know, uh, somebody who he said he got into a really bad situation with drugs and he got in trouble with the law and wound up in jail. They kind of left out the thing in between. They yada, yada, yada over the best part. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I think was, I think they were trying to insinuate that he uh, was stealing or, uh, or, or was ordering other things to uh, get money for drugs. And so there's that. Um, and then, but the, the one exact quote I remember was when like, the, the girl says, I was drinking and I was with a lot of guys and a lot of guys used me. And again, I was a really young kid. I don't didn't know what she meant. I didn't really grasp what was going on there. I just figured, okay, something bad happened, but I didn't like, they just really talked about gang rape on a, uh, you know, primetime television. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't funny, but it's just like, it's, it's just weird that they, you know, they were so graphic about that. Yeah, you know, well, they want to get. I mean, getting the message across, I guess. You know, but it's just like I, you know, it, it took me remembering that randomly after I'd gotten much older. I'm like, wow, they actually said that on television. Yeah, I said they 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 were really trying hard to get the message out there, and then when the '90s came around, they got even more extreme. Yeah. You know, that's when they they had the this is your brain well the early 90s had the this is your brain and then it showed like a pan and it said this is your or no it showed an egg yeah. and then it was and this is your brain on drugs and then they cracked the egg into a pan and it uh-huh. sizzles but then in like the what was it like 95 96 they got um oh what's her name is it Claire Forlani, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's the actress. They got her to basically do the same thing. Like, this is your brain, and she has the egg. This is your brain. And this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. And this is what your body goes through. Wait. It's not over yet. This is what your family goes through. Your friends and your life. Any questions? That was a fucked up commercial. There was a really good um, parody of that on Robot Chicken, like back in the first season, where as she oh, goes yeah. around and starts, like she pixels the dog and like. Sm- hits a dog like a tennis racket out of the air it's like and then your boyfriend gives you herpes simplex hey and then smacks him across the head so beating the hell out of people with it and everything (laughs) man and I think they got her back to to be the voice it might have been of the uh, yeah but you know the the drug commercials were were heavy like they had that one then there was one I think I played it on the Pee Wee Herman episode we did where, where Pee Wee's talking about this is crack cocaine uh-huh. um, you know basically don't do it but he like goes into why you shouldn't do crack yeah and then um, what else is there I can't think of any of the other really extreme well there, there was the uh, who taught you how to 
smoke weed, son. Kid says, you all right? I learned it from watching you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. In fact, that was on Robot, Robot Chicken, too. Like, you know, in the little uh, transitions, where it's like quick, like, two-second thing before they go to the next uh, the next sketch. And it just has, it just has yeah. that part right there. Where he's like, from you, all right? I learned from watching you. <laughs> Cut to the next one. Yeah. But, uh, that yeah, was... you know, PSAs were a big thing back then. We already talked about the milk. We already talked about the drugs. Um, you know, <laughs> do you... <laughs> oh, shit. Do you remember those, uh, those Church of Jesus Christ or Latter-day Saints, uh, commercials? Vaguely. Man, listen. There, there, it was... Okay, people, so the, we're talking about the Mormons. I mean, I guess they call them the, you know... I guess the prop. I mean, they're called that, but then I guess they're other distinction. Like the Church of Jesus Christ or Latter Day Saints. That's what they call it. Uh, so they had these PSAs, and like a lot of them in the '90s were all about like sharing and things like that, and uh, you know, sticking up for people getting bullied and things like things like that. But I remember the '80s for some reason their whole thing was about lies. Oh yeah. Like. They, and there's the one where this guy he's going he's his kid's going home and I forget he's like talking to himself about something like saying like uh he's gonna do something whatever and tell his parents he's doing something else and he opens the door to his house and all of a sudden his house is like dark and smoky looks like this like this like limbo and some guy comes out of the closet and he's like and starts singing the song like if you tell a lie it leads to another if you tell another lie, you got to cover nobody. And then another, he multiplies. Another one comes out. They all start singing together. All of a sudden, like there's like ten of them in there. At by the time this song is over, and, like tap dancing over there, chasing him around the house. And then he takes off running out of the house. And then, uh, as soon and he runs outside. How can I go to that movie? I know. I'll say I've got to go to Jim to finish your science project. That's a good lie. When you tell one lie, it leads to another. When you tell two lies to cover each other, then you tell three lies. Oh, brother, you're in trouble up to your ears. So you tell four lies to try to protect you. Then you tell five lies to folks won't suspect you. Then you tell six lies, and then you collect a life full of worries and fears. Soon you lie and lie without even trying. Then each lie you tell will be falsified. And you'll be suspected, rejected, despite, and you should. When you lie, you're closing the door on everything good. I'm not going to choose really. I just want to go to a movie. I'll never lie again. Honest. Good. Are you all right? There's no such thing as a good lie. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. His mom happens to just be coming up the steps with some groceries, and she's like, "He's like, mom, I'm sorry, I, w- I was gonna do something else, or you know, whatever he's gonna tell her." He's like, "But really, I was gonna do this." And I'm like, "I'll never lie again. I'm honest." She's like, "Well, okay, that's good." And she looks at him like, "Son, are you on that pipe?" Like, <laughs> but like, the whole thing was about lies, though. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, there was another one, um. Well, like some guy broke a uh some kid playing baseball in the streets he, like he hit a he uh hit a baseball through someone's window and the guy comes out there and they start, it's like a whole opera song the guy goes like oh broke my window <laughs> i don't remember how that went but that one was about like telling the truth about it and you know owning up to 
fessing up, whatever. Yeah, I, I just and everybody cheers when he goes and tells them what he did. I I remember one. It was God. I don't remember what happened. I just remember the song that the played for it is like it's hard to live with a lie or something like that the song went uh-huh it was like a really slow kind of I mean, if, if I remember right it was a little kid just like sitting in a like a doorway or something mm-hmm. and then singing about how it's hard to live with a lie <laughs> god damn yeah, it was like, you know, their whole campaign in the 80s was, like I said, in the 90s, it was all about sharing and doing stuff like that. I remember those. In the 80s, like, I think every commercial was about telling lies. And it's like, okay, well, what about when you all lied on the Lord and said that he came back to the United States in the 1800s and said that black people are black because there's well, all the sin. All the sin. I don't know. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> There goes that kooky Joseph Smith. You know, he claims he spoke with God and Jesus. Well, how do you know he didn't? Dum, 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 dum. Joseph Smith was called a prophet. Hey, Joseph, I told my wife that you spoke with God and Jesus, and she didn't believe it. Well, it's true. I did. Where? I was out in the woods, praying. I was asking God if I should be a Protestant or a Catholic or what, and suddenly God and Jesus appeared before me. And they said I should start my own church because none of the others had it right. And that's exactly how it happened. You see? You believe it now? Well, yeah, sure. Why would he make that up? Dum, 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 dum. Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. And that night he saw an angel. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to keep my shit up. <laughs> but you know what? That well, you know, it just kind of dawned on me. You know what? Maybe that's the whole point. It's like, it's like, you know, maybe they, they're sitting there like, "Hey, look, you don't understand, people. You don't understand what we're trying to do for you. Look, we had an agenda at one point, so we might have told the small lie to kind of push it along, and before we knew it, we had the entire Book of Mormon on our hands, and now we're stuck for the rest of our lives trying to de- trying to defend it." <laughs> All we really wanted to do was marry our own cousins. So, long story short, don't tell <laughs> don't tell lies. Oh, you wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't write the book. <laughs> hey, you know what was fun in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> what was fun in the nineties, Jay? Soda. Like Surge? Well, Surge, yes, Surge, but um, you know who the one soda brand, Coke, you know, really sort of embraced hip-hop culture early, specifically Sprite. Oh, yeah. Do you remember in in the 90s the um, commercials that, that they had for Sprite back in the day? Iconic. I mean, those commercials were still getting played when MTV2 came out with that Sucker Free Sundays, where it was all like hip hop stuff. I think they were replaying those old uh, early '90s Sprite commercials with like Brand Nubian and and Karis One and them on there. Yeah, and there there was one with uh, uh, the one I'm thinking of. I think I've played it on the show with uh, with Tribe Called Quest. 
Yep. First things first. Obey your thirst. <laughs> you know, and then of course there was the sort of the late nineties was the ultimate team up. It was Sprite hip hop and Voltron all together. That was amazing. And they had that, that sort of epic it was I wanna say it was a six no, it, it was five. It was and a five episode, or yeah, five episode sort of arc. No, it, it, it was six. Because the first episode had had Zarkon and the Robeast, and it was all done in this sort of very '90s urban sort of animation that we've talked about on the show before. Yep. And then uh, the Zarkon introducing the Robeast was kind of the preview and then after that they uh, had a commercial for each of the lions to pop on and and kind of get their ass kicked by the uh, mm-hmm. by the Robeast right. and then the fifth one I think the let's see, yellow was MAC-10 I think red was common no blue was common no Blue was a good mob. You're a goody mob. Yeah. Red was Mac Ten. Red was Mac Ten. Green was common. I forget who uh, who yellow was. Wasn't that Fat Joe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fat Joe was red, and then Mac Ten was yellow. Okay. Yeah. And I said uh, common was green. Um. Goody Mob was was uh, blue, and then the final one was uh, African Babada. Right, was uh, black, mm-hmm. and then they they of course merged together and became Voltron and and defeated the Rogue Beast. And that is a throwback to what we were talking about back in the serial episodes, where you had cliffhanger commercials, you know, for weeks until they moved on to the next one. Except this one had like an entire like you know six parts, like you said. Yeah, because a while before they got to the Voltron. Yeah, yeah, because each robot had their own commercial, and and they all got their ass kicked. And then when the Africa Bambata one came, then they formed Voltron, and that was the last commercial. And that that was pretty good. But then they tried to follow it up with. Uh, doing female rappers and they were doing um, Five Deadly Venoms. I remember that one. But I don't remember that one being as good. No, it's not. And I also thought it was kind of weird because there was already a... There there, there was Five Deadly Venoms and there was actually a um, female group signed under Wu-Tang called Deadly Venoms already. Yeah. So it seemed kind of redundant. But who, it was Missy Elliott... Um, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. Lil Kim, and then for the uh, for the old school representation, I want to say it was Roxanne Shanti. I think it. You know, like I said, I don't remember well enough. In fact, you remember like all those colors and you know where everyone's colors were back on the Voltron ones. I couldn't even tell you that. I just knew who was in it. So, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. If I'm remembering it right, yeah. which I probably could pull it up, but I'm not going nah, to. Nah, sorry, man. 
Uh, I could do it, but I won't. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Sprite was the first company to really sort of embrace hip hop culture. I think Sprite, and then even um, well, Pepsi, kind of, sorta, because Pepsi was always their whole thing was always the the voice of a new generation or whatever it was. So yeah, they, but well, well I'm yeah, but that. They... See, well, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Their whole thing was like it was the whole, and I've made I've I've I've, I've riffed on it in past episodes where it was like corporations thinking they understood hip hop but not really, and so you had the kid out there, you know, in his his uh bright colored parachute pants. We're like, okay, we're a little, we're about three to five years removed from that at this point by the time this commercial comes on he's doing the typewriter it's like okay no one does that anymore because Hammer is I mean he's still around but even he's not doing that dance anymore uh and yeah, yeah so that and they're using outdated slang but they tried <laughs> that's all I can really say yeah I don't think they tried very well well I mean I mean, compared to what Sprite was nah, doing. Nah, not at all. Not even close. I mean, I'm just saying. Pepsi was there. They were there. I mean, they they, they, they tried. <laughs> I yeah, can't, I'm I not giving them a pass. I'm just saying. They, it, 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 e, for, e for effort? E for, uh, T for night? I guess if you want to give it to them, T for nice try? Yeah, I guess. Fight dog? Yeah. Um, I think what else? I mean, I've talked about, you know, I we kind of got into the serial commercials in the serial episodes. So I would say go back, go back to that episode if you want that. Oh, um, but I'm trying to think of other. Uh, you know what other? You know what commercial always gets stuck in my head? Is the old remember the remember the original Skip It commercials? Skip It. Skip that toy sucked first of all, and second. Something, something, <laughs> shoo up to pop. Yeah. That's all I remember. The very best thing of all. There's a counter yeah, on the this ball. Thing about it. Like, okay. This is a crappy toy. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tried it. I could, I do, could it. do it. I could be twice, and after that, you end up stringing it up on your, on your wrinkle. Yeah, you end up breaking <laughs> your fucking foot. <laughs> What if there was ever a class action lawsuit behind uh, behind Skip It? <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Actually, you there for a second. I'm gonna go look this up right that. now. See if anyone All right. looked through ads on Skip Yeah. Well, while he's looking that up, while he's doing that, um, I'm gonna play some commercials. <laughs> Tootsie Roll to me. We can launch the two-arm business. Yeah. Good luck, Al. Just you and your dad with the house all to yourself. I hate 
you. No bedtime, no baths. Come on, guys. It's not like both my parents are gone. Joey, he's your dad. Dads are like parents. They're more like us. That's why moms are always yelling at him. Take your lunch. Your dad packed your lunch. Your mom would have never thought of in a million years. Yeah. Open it, open it. So what'd you get? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. I guess Dad forgot to pack my lunch. Wow. Your mom definitely wouldn't have thought of that. Just you and your dad at home, huh? Bummer. Joey. Sorry, buddy. Guess I forgot something this morning, huh? So I brought you lunch from McDonald's. I hope that's okay. Okay? It's a great, Dad. Great. Okay, we'll see you after school, all right? Uh, see ya. See ya. See ya. There goes a great man. Maybe you'll forget to make dinner tonight, too. You got OJ, purple stuff, soda, Sunny Day. Yeah, go for it. Tastes like orange and tangerine. And lime. Some healthy junk, too. Go! Instant replay. Sunny Delight. The good stuff kids go for. Yeah, so there's some more. And did you find anything? Nah, I couldn't find anything about it. So I guess I guess no one really broke their ass on Skip It. They should have. Because shit. Seems dangerous. Almost as dangerous as that what was that one toy when you had to sit on it and sit and spin. Oh yeah. I, I hated those things too. Oh, you wanna know what commercial is fucked up? You know that company Whammo that like claims they made everything like slip and slide and all that shit yeah I, I was watching a commercial the other day and they um, were showing um, similar to 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 skip it it was this guy and he was dancing around they had this all this upbeat music and stuff and this dude he was rocking a fucking hula hoop you would have thought he was the greatest hula hooper in the whole wide world. And he's like, you're going to get a hula, get the original hula hoop from whammy or whammo. But he's like dancing around in the street and he's doing all these tricks with the hula hoop. I'm like, man, it's a fucking hula hoop. Right. I couldn't hula hoop worth a damn either. Just as a aside. Me neither. Me neither. But this guy was all over the place and he was flipping it around and twisting and I'm like damn it's a fucking (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) I didn't want to reference him at all because (laughs) because he's done videos like this in a long time but fuck it I'm gonna say it it reminds me of we were just talking about the hula hoop and that being like pretty much all it is and they're making a big deal of it it reminds me of of Nostalgia Critic when he was talking about commercials like a long time ago like years ago and they had this thing called Bubble Thing where it's really just a long string that you just dip into the uh, bubble solution and you can make oh yeah bubbles. and he's like it's fucking bubbles <laughs> oh god yeah but man what else do you uh, talk about? I don't here? know, man. I think I might be kind of typed on, uh, kind of tapped on um, kid-related stuff. Yeah, I'm, uh, 
Well, we sort of started touching on the more adult, well, not, yeah, grown-up stuff. Um, you know, like, like I, I had mentioned, you know, Super Bowl is always the big time for, like, new commercials and stuff. Um, and one of the commercials from the nine was it the 90s? was uh, Budweiser. Budweiser always had, you know, pretty good commercials, but then of course their one of their biggest was uh the what's up? Yeah. Hello. Hey who? What's up? None B. Just watching the game, having a bud. So but you nothing. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo! Yo, pick up the phone! Hello? Who's that? What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie! Yo. What's up? What's up? Hold on. Hello? So what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. Was that 90s or was that 2000s? That was like, that was, that was like, like right on the cusp. Yeah, that was like right there. Because, yeah, but, it had to uh, be because I remember in the 2000 uh, Super Bowl, that's when they started doing the uh, parodies where they had the white guys in the sweaters and they're called up like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but the original was had to be nineties. Yeah, it was like ninety nine, like right there. Yeah, that commercial was. It was funny. We got played out real quick. Oh, of course it did. I mean, there's only so much you can do with what's up. Although I do love the one where they went to that sushi restaurant and they, <laughs> they got wasabi. Oh, wasabi! <laughs> and then she just his dick, kicks him under the table, like cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only, th- uh, one of the greatest things that I remember from that whole thing is somebody on the, you know, this is the early days of the internet. Somebody took that commercial and synced it up to like um, some clips from from the Super Friends. I remember that. So it was like Batman calling calling Superman and just saying what's up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That shit was funny. Um, I remember that. It was like on like newgrounds.com or one of those. You know, this is before there was YouTube. So it was like these live websites where they just had like epic files sitting there. You had yeah. to download the whole shit <clears throat> and then and then watch it. But it was that was funny. Yeah, there were a lot of them like that. A lot of uh, uh, ones like that. But let's see. Shit, what else is there? Ah, oh, man. <sighs> Speaking of, um, oh, oh, one other Budweiser one, the the talking frogs. Oh, Budweiser and Er. Yeah, which yeah. I mean were were funny the first time, but then they brought them back the next year, and it's like, yeah, it's all right. But I think yeah. like the third year they brought it back. Then they brought in those two lizard lizards that um 
that wanted the gig as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the lizards lasted longer than the, the Budweiser frogs. Yeah, then I also remember parents getting mad because they, they said that kids are going to grow up thinking frogs say Budweiser. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, Lord. I swear, parent Bobby has ruined everything. Um, You know, there was a... Uh, I'm taking this way back though, and I'm sorry to derail the, uh, the, the <laughs> this part of the conversation. But you know, when we first kind of when you first kind of kicked this idea around about doing commercials, and we're talking about like you know um, stuff that was geared toward kids and stuff that's geared toward adults, this one commercial always comes to mind, and it always aired during my mom my mom's soaps because my mom was a soap soap opera junkie. The um, the CBS ones. You know the uh, the air fresheners you put in your restroom, the, um, the stick ups. Mm-hmm. And there was this commercial, where it was like stick it to up the stick ups, and you see like this giant toilet like come busting through the door, <laughs> like someone with big odors getting you down, and like stick it to up with stick ups. You take the stick ups and the the, the toilet goes away, <laughs> or, <something. laughs> or like this giant pair of stinky sneakers comes crashing through the wall. Stick it to up with stick ups, and then the sneakers disappear. <laughs> Like what the fuck, man? That was some eighty. That was some coke riddled eighties shit right there. I remember stick ups now. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got supplanted by plugins. Like you know, that was that. Oh, that's another one in it. Plug it in. Yeah. Plug it in. Yeah, but that was more. Wasn't that early two thousand thing? No, that was way back in the um, late eighties. Really. Yep, Glade plugins, man. You plug them into your outlet. They're supposed to like release, like the heat from the uh, electricity, but, like will release scent throughout the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it worked. Nah, nah, man. Hell, um, Aunt Hazel had those in their um in that in her bathroom. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Nah, that was way back, man. Yeah, they were uh, something. <laughs> I mean, we knew we that was always just like associated that with like public, no, not not so much public bathrooms, but like you know, if you go to like a um a specialty store or like a um you know, say like like let's say let's let's say a a a neighborhood florist or something like that, and they got a bathroom in there, you know, say there's always like stick ups in there, or like you or your church, there's always stick ups in there. Or not stick-ups, mm-hmm. uh, plug-ins. There's stick-ups, too. Oh, yeah, I guess that, too. But, yeah, definitely bad and, and plug-ins. But, like yeah. I said, you know, pl- plug-ins, or stick-ups kind of gave way to plug-ins. Yeah. And then... God, what else was there? I can't think. I'm drawing a blank now on all these commercials. <laughs> all the ones that I've watched getting ready for this. Let's see. I remember <laughs> the uh, the old hamburger helper commercials with the talking um, the talking hand. Oh yeah, those were always he weird. Name, didn't he? he might have. I don't remember it off top. But um, there's this one where they there's like a drive. It was like it's supposed to be like a '50s drive-in, and the guy goes uh or. The, the hand comes up and he's like hey what are you ordering and he's like uh, how about a cheeseburger mac he's like cheeseburger macaroni that's my specialty and he comes back with a plate of like 
cheeseburger, macaroni, hamburger helper. <laughs> and he's looking at it like he's crazy. But then he eats it. He's like, that was actually really good. Give me five, man. And he's like, will you sell it for four? Because, you know, the puppet only had, or only had four fingers. But I'm like, so you mean to tell me you're going to give him four or five, whatever you're going to say? So that means you're going to smash your face into his hand. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Those commercials were all weird. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy, who, you know what's funny? I think it was BuzzFeed or one of those who had like a commercial or had like a little thing saying, I bet you didn't know this, that uh, his name was actually Poppin' Fresh. I was like, yeah, I actually did know that. Back when I was like really young, my mom used to call him Poppin' Fresh until... Like, I remember pop culture always just called him the Pillsbury Doughboy, and so I think the Pop and Fresh name got lost. I was like, that's like the most hip hop name that they did by accident. <laughs> like, MC Pop and Fresh. Man, shit, B Boy Pop and Fresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that didn't actually mean any B Boy's name Pop and Fresh. I'm hey, sure there's some B Boys. I'm sure there are somewhere. I'm just saying, I never met him, you know, back when I was B Boy. But, um,. You know, the other thing is, um, there is this one commercial for like the chocolate chip cookies, and uh, you know the ones you buy in the in the tube. Yeah, in your little groceries freezer or groceries uh, fridge or whatever. And it was it was a blues commercial, so we had a harmonica and he's playing the song, singing about making uh making chocolate chip cookies. So the family's all singing along. So it gets to the end, and he just absolutely goes just goes off the rails with it you know they're over there eating the cookies and enjoying it and he's still singing the song he's like wah, 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 wah. and look at him he's like what's everybody staring at and I'm just looking at him like what the fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man is he still around I mean I know he's still a mascot but he still do commercials I don't think so I think it's just on the box nah it's a shame yeah, I think that happens with a lot of mascots. They're not like even the cereal mascots we were talking about before. They uh, they're on the box, but that's about it. Yeah, and our boy the captain has really lost his mind, man. I'm gonna have to put. We're gonna have to take these pictures and put them on Instagram. But we, or people go on your cereal aisle and look at the Captain Crunch because go where the Captain Crunch is at. Because I mean. He, I don't know what he's doing to his product. <laughs> Every time I go there, there's some weird variant of Captain Crunch. I'm like, no, who's gonna buy this? What was the one? Oh, there was a touchdown crunch I saw the other day. <laughs> it was like, nice try, Captain. Oh my god. Oh no, no, no! It, it was a touchdown. It, it was that. Oh, what was it? It was that pancake. No, yeah, blueberry blue pancake. pancake crunch. Nice try, I hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! There's uh, the one. Um, they like this is donut one. It's like all these weird Captain Crunch and like you know. I feel like we're falling back into that cereal conversation, but cereals are. Try- I think they're trying to go back to the '80s. They're trying to sneak their way back there because I'm coming mm-hmm. across all these weird stuff like, like peanut butter blasted, blasted shreds, and I'm like what the hell is that supposed to be and I'm like that's what something would have been called when I was a kid yeah and then there's um like know, Calvin and Hobbes bring it like back. chocolate frosted sugar bombs 
<laughs> well, to bring it back to uh, another old friend of ours, um, I saw us at the store one day, and I took a picture of it, and I told John, um, you never, ever get a crackhead to sell you crack oh no yeah I remember this <laughs> <laughs> but I was in the cereal aisle and I saw that uh, uh, Cocoa Buffs had a brand new uh, flavor and Cocoa Buffs by the way the mascot is Sunny and Sunny is what a crackhead yeah if you see these commercials, you know he's a crackhead. I mean, you know a crackhead. They don't come out and say it, but you know one when you see one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, who who do we know that uh, likes to sell crack? Ice Cream Jones. Ice Cream Jones. And so, Ice Cream Jones, you know, he's been laying in the cut for a little while. He's, he's you know, keeping on the down, though. But uh, I guess he decided to get back in the game. And uh, went to Sonny and said, "Hey, hey Sonny, you sell this. You uh, you keep three. You sell five. You keep three, or something like that. He's got some <laughs> kind of deal. But they now have ice cream, <laughs> ice cream cone, <laughs> uh, uh, cocoa puffs. And I want to tell you that is exactly what happened. And you know why you know that because." That didn't happen until after we put that episode out and exposed Ice Cream Joe's and mm-hmm. Sonny. And now look what happened. He's like, oh, shit, I can't come back now. Hey, Sonny. <laughs> Sonny, there's too much heat on me right now. Why don't you uh, sell this? You keep half. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Sonny is like rickety cricket in that, um, that one episode where they uh, where, where, of Always Sonny where they found that coke and were trying to make money off it and they sold it but then they bought more coke with it and tried to, <laughs> to try to sell it and make more money try to double their money <laughs> but they took it back and he just did it all <laughs> that was gonna happen yeah well, or later when you see when 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 ice cream ice cream cocoa puffs whatever that's called ice cream scoops goes off the shelves that's that's where you know that's what happened oh fuck yeah <laughs> I'll tell you, man, this uh, shit is... How deep does a rabbit hole go? I mean, I think we're really going to have to just get the bulletin board and the, and, the, and the string and just map it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Because th- this episode turned into one of those ones where we just kind of go off the rails and um, just talk about whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you got anything else? Because we've been at this for like two hours. You got anything else you want to? Yeah, we're definitely have to come back and talk some more about like more adult oriented stuff because I had some more, but we're getting kind of late. Um, so maybe we'll just save them, save them for another conversation. But I do want to talk about those creepy ass uh, Duracell battery commercials. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Which one? Oh, the, the ones with, with the 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 plastic looking white people. <laughs> yes. And they, yes. Uh, there's a bunch of them, but there's one where they're saying they're playing chariots of fire, and it's like they're running in the Olympics, 
In fact, I think that one was actually Olympics branded. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But they played Chariots of Fire and you see him running and then all of a sudden you hear Chariots of Fire start to like start to glitch out like a like a, like a cassette tape that's that's being eaten up and one of them falls over and you look over because the battery in his back it's gray and black like an energizer <laughs> but the one with the Duracell with the copper top it just keeps going and it makes it to the end it goes bah, 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 and does a little Duracell thing but uh you know that's where that term that phrase actually is still around right now where something about that you know when you talk about uh gassing somebody up or charging them up they say putting the battery in their back that's where that comes from oh yeah I didn't uh, know that. huh because the batteries were always in their backs you know <clears throat> yeah they were uh they were creepy because of the makeup <laughs> that they wore <laughs> really exaggerated it gave him big like Jay Leno chins and <laughs> yep. it was just really creepy it was like it was almost like good guy dolls like Chucky dolls yeah yeah we're gonna have to post some pictures or the commercials on our Facebook page which we don't ever do or use <laughs> yeah but I, I, I mean, we use Instagram a lot, but that's one thing you can't really... It's hard to post links to, like, YouTube on, on Instagram. Yeah, that's really the problem with Instagram. You know, we don't... Uh, I guess we could post, like, videos, but then that means we have to do more work. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're not great with more work. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's all right. We'll make but, it happen. We'll, we'll figure out something. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Facebook, um, you can find us on Facebook sort of. at <laughs> facebook.com. Yeah. Backslash no jibba jabba FM. Um, we don't post there a lot anymore. Um, we do post more on our Instagram page at no jibba jabba yes. FM. Uh, on Twitter at Death Cakes Pod. I'm on Twitter, but I never tweet anymore. Um, at jru78. Yep. And you are at Ilrockski. Yes, sir. Uh, you can, of course, find our website, www.nojibajabafm.com, where you can find links to all of our shows, uh, not just ours, our, uh, our modern show, I, Minnie the Fool, uh, our hip-hop show, Keepers of the Funk. Yes, and I guess that's about it. Yeah, I would say I would say we'll start putting some more stuff up on Facebook soon, but it's hard to live with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Man. My necklace. Where's my necklace? It, it was here just a minute ago. Has anybody seen my necklace? No, no.
sorry. If you want to be someone special, be someone honest. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. <laughs> I, well, I guess it don't matter now since we, yeah. Some bridges stay burnt. <laughs> hey, man, I don't really care if murders and bridges. Sorry. Yeah. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. So, uh. Oh, man. I guess that is it for tonight, then, folks. So, That'll do it. Yeah, until next time. See ya! Get to the core, memorize all the battle rips. C4 Connect 4, damn, you suck my battleship. Talking trash, trash, that's the boo. Listen closely, man, you really need to get a clue. Was a pick of dimes, I was dropping Nickelodeon. Guts good to use some more seasoned sodium. If you don't know, I can explain it all like Clarissa. Salt is a seasoning in global guts, I miss ya. Grab a patty mayonnaise, good burger, flip it. Ren and Stimpy, they ain't nothing but some misfits. Now we on that prime time, green with that be slime time. And your boy is all that, yeah, you know it's my time. God, I'm saying, ah, like I'm real monsters. These wild and crazy kids, yeah, they some concerts. It's mental jamming, family, yeah, we need a mailman. Turn time backwards, underwear, my quail, man. Super Bowl Bill's not the science guy. Chemical reaction, explosions, and rockets flying high. Rachel's ain't nothing but simple math root and bring back the good stuff. Real short salute. At first, it's the worst candy cane cavities like I'm pimp, son. Your mind spinning donuts? Homer Simpson. Second is the best Scotty Pippen. Back in the day, there was nothing wrong with skipping. There is no contest. Third is the best Donkey Kong with the hairy chest. Grown up life can be a super flock. Here's a little booster shot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Guess who? Guess who? One up the nurse supplier. Getting caught up in a swirling nice crossfire. Shine bright like a zippo. Chowing on these beats like my name was Hurry Hippo. Kids of the core, memorize all the battle rips. C4 Connect 4, damn, you suck my battleship. Talking trash, trash, that's taboo. Listen closely, man, you really need to get a clue.